righty, what's going on? It's your play-by-play guy, Paul Allen, with analyst uh, Pete Bursich, a special, uh, special guest also coming up momentarily. Sorry for the bad news. The Minnesota Vikings lost to the L.A. Chargers 28-24. We begin 0-3 for the first time since 2020, and second time in the last 10 years, 2013, was the other uh, start you'll hear from Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins coming up shortly, but uh, we have HOF with us here in the box box, Mark Rosen of KFAN Radio. A quick twitch on the game. What'd you think, Rosie? Well, it's an uphill climb. Everything that went well for me a year ago is going the opposite way. Uh, the, their inability to do anything uh, defensively when they blitz the quarterback and the secondary is uh, really been a, a repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, so I mean, that that's the story of the game. What Justin Herbert had the, the opportunity and the ability to just dissect this defense without really worrying too much about having a pass rush. So it's been one thing or another with this defense, but the teams have found gaping holes. A um, lot of little things to pick on. I, I'm, I don't know why they didn't spike the ball at the end of the game. They kind of buy Kirk at least a moment to collect his thoughts. And, and, and they, had, you know, they didn't have the timeouts, but they had plenty of time. And they practice this stuff every single day at, at TCO, and I don't know why they didn't. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait to hear what the head coach has to say about that. But Thank you, Rosie. Appreciate you stopping by. My pleasure. That's uh, Mark Rosen. That's HOF. Here comes uh, Pete Bursich, analyst for the Vikings Radio Network. I mean, I, I don't really know where to start here. <laughs> it's like Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers, goes for it fourth and one at his own 24, Jonathan Bullard makes the greatest play he's ever made wearing purple and gold, stopping Joshua Kelly. So we're set up in good spot. Uh, we, we don't close on it and win. Keenan Allen had a career day, and he's been in the league 11 years. Of course, we're threatening to score way back in the first quarter, and we fumble. T.J. Hawkinson fumbles, uh, so that was stopped. And uh, Cousins went for three touchdowns and uh, 367 yards, and, and we still found, found a way to lose, Pete. Well, I, and the, I think the frustrating part is is I think the first two games it was it was kind of easy to point to what was going on, right? It was the turnovers, 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 and then you know we get into this one, and then Hawkinson gives one up early. It would have been a red zone, new set of downs that takes points off the board. But then the rest of the game, it just seemed like it was a guy here, a guy there, and you, you, and, and especially offensively that we had just breakdowns kind of across the board. So the hard part with all this, Paul, is saying, what do we fix? Because it's, it's, it's across a lot of different people. We've had five different people fumble the football already this year. Five. Yep. Five different players yep. fumble the football. So it, when you have that, you know, that magnitude or that number, it's hard to just take a guy out and, and fix him that way or, or – or address it, the penalties at some of the bad times. And then defensively, you know, I, I think you got to give some Hit credit. You got to give some credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, in, in, in Herbert, and he. And Keenan know, Allen. Yeah, Keenan. I mean, Herbert, outstanding with what he did. They, they, they had a great game plan going in um, against the Blitz and what we were trying to do up front. Yeah. And, you know, then again, we ran the ball better. We stopped the run better, but the end of the day it didn't well, you know it didn't really matter and and we're gonna hear from koc here in a minute but um when i said hit it the the with everything that that we've discussed and and what rosie presented to and and we'll eventually talk about one score games and how that is completely flipped on us it's with all due respect a caleb evans dropping 
an interception right in his hands inside the five. And, oh, by the way, it bounced into the hands of receiver Josh Palmer for a touchdown and a serendipitous score. I'm sorry, man. I mean, Caleb had one interception when he was at Missouri. He has zero in the last two years since Missouri was playing Central Michigan in 2021. And if you're going to be a starting corner in the NFL and your team is a desperate 2-0-2 and you're at home, you, you you have to catch that pass, man. You, you do. And, and what's ironic, too, is is just the interception, the last one that Cousins threw. Um, that, was also, that was also a tip football. So, you know, it, it's like we tip a ball and we don't come up with the interception. They tip a ball and then they come up with the interception yeah. in, at the biggest spot of the game. So, I don't know. I don't, it, it's, so, it's so tough, Paul. I don't know if, if these guys are playing with confidence. I think that's the thing that, that – bothers me I think the most as That's I sit here and think point. about it is that we had that big stop on fourth down and then the offense gets out there and it, it just seemed like we're trying to I don't know if it's to be too perfect um, too choosy have the exact right play called for the exact right time um, but the guys aren't playing loose they're not playing aggressive aggressively up front and I don't know it, it, it's such a turnaround man like you said earlier it's such a turnaround from last year you know, Brendan Staley tried to give this game to you. I mean, he just – opportunities like that come by very, very rarely. And, you know, you failed to capitalize on it. And that's, that's the part that's tough. That's the part that stings. So, the Minnesota Vikings fall to 0-3. They lose 28-24. And uh, here is head coach Kevin O'Connell with his post-game press conference. Tough ending to a football game that um... – you know, quite frankly, we felt like it was in our grasps again um, and uh, didn't execute at the end uh, overall the way we needed to not on either of our final two possessions uh, to get one of those footballs in the end zone. Um, you know, the last, the last play sequence there, um, have a chance at, at KJ early on, just one of those, you know, we don't miss a lot of those. Um, then roll into a sequence of downs, hit TJ on the fourth down, and then first and goal. I uh, wanted to get a, you know, we have elements in our offense to go fast at the same uh, rate of time, hopefully, that uh, a clock play uh, would be. Um, there was a little bit of, with the crowd and, and, and uh, the situation uh, with the headsets, there was a little bit of confusion early on by the time he was able to, uh, you know, cleanly hear me and get everybody aligned. Too much time had come off the clock, um, probably, uh, you know, looking back on it, you know, just should have clocked it and, and taken the, three snaps from there um, to try to punch the ball in the end zone. Um, but wanted to try to, the way we're defended down there, if we can get a call um, that essentially uh, gives us a chance to score before they can set their defensive plan, bring extra DBs and things in the game um, to defend some of our personnel. I want to try to get one off. At the very least, you're thinking it's an incomplete and you've got enough time uh, under our normal operation uh, to get a few more, get, get exhaust the rest of the downs if you need them. Uh, that's not what took place. Um, and then we had the unfortunate tip ball uh, pick uh, there that, that eliminated our opportunity to win the football game. Um, thought we ran the ball well, um, which was encouraging. Um, clearly, we're very explosive in the pass game. Uh, we just need to be a little bit better on third down and, and give Kirk a little bit more time um, to operate and, and try to find some, some people because you know there's, there's some throws to be had if we can keep him safe and clean. Um, which is tough to do against the front with Khalil Mack and some of those guys, but um, that is the expectation. And then defensively, um, you know, we knew that's a very good offense, a very good quarterback over there, a lot of yards, but they did get us the stop 
that we needed. Uh, it gave us a premier opportunity there uh, to try to win the game, and, and we did not uh, capitalize. Think that the confusion you referenced played a role in just the execution of that final. I think I think he was you know he was having trouble hearing me um, at first. I, I don't think um, I don't think the you know the headset was initially. I might have you know uh, you know whether it was the crowd or what he wasn't hearing me clean at first. And then by the time he pieced it together, um, enough clock had gone off uh, that I think uh, you know probably we should have just clocked it at that point. Um, but um, we have, like I said, Kevin, we have elements of our offense, no matter where we are on the field, to try to go fast um, and capitalize on situations. It didn't, it didn't go that way. You know, after the snap, you know, he, he throws and is intercepted. I mean, the execution, the outcome, do you think? No, I mean, he got, the, he got, he got a play called. You know, we had a J.J. isolated on the backside and um, a chance to try to get levels of the defense and, and then potentially throw it out the back of the end zone if it's not there. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think, although the time uh, was incredibly critical, I don't think that contributed. I think he, whether if I would have, if we would have clocked it on first down and then run that play, I think that attempt probably still gets made. Um, I do think that. Kevin, three losses in a row, uh, two at home. It's a pretty big hole to dig out of. It you, is. The guys in that locker room are the ones that can do that. I do, I do, and uh, I think the you know what we are going to continue to do um, is continue to find a way. Uh, to a man, coaches included, starting with myself, to do a little bit more, um, you know, find a way to do a little bit more and, and, and find a way to, you know, complete four quarters of football the way we need to play to win games. And uh, that's complimentary uh, when, when you're playing against a really good offense on the other side. Um, 475 yards of offense is great, but we still finished with 24 points. And, uh, you know, they finished with 28, so it wasn't good enough to win. Um, I will say I've been a part of, you know, a team before that's, you know, lost three in a row. Um, wasn't the start of the season, but lost three in a row and, and found a way to win a world championship. I believe in this team. I believe in the makeup of this team. I believe in our leadership. I believe in our coaches. Um, and we are going to continue to work. That is not one concern of mine um, with the type of guys we have in there. Um, we could be disappointed and, and we could be very upset about the outcome today, which everybody in that locker room, coaches and players included, um, we are. Uh, we're right there with our fans and, and feel it. Um, but that hopefully... Um, our backs are against the wall now. We've got to find a way to get our first win this week and uh, go on the road to do it and uh, just see if we can start stacking them from there and working our way out. Got a lot of football left. Coach, with all those yards and uh, running game, how were you so unsuccessful on third down? Um, I think there was, you know, they, you know, they, got, a, they got a couple uh, kind of one-hitch kind of timing-type pressures on Kirk. Um, wasn't really, you know, all-out pressure. It was just... You know they were they were able to get to him a little bit on some of those downs. Um, we had Alex Madison on you know on a kind of a design play against man coverage. He's he's pretty much by himself at that point. Um, and and Bosa I think Bosa off the right side uh, hit Kirk's arm as he goes to throw it. Um, those are the things. Those are the little things here and there that uh, you know we make those plays. I had a chance to intercept the football late in the game. Um, got our hands on it and uh, really got our hands on the. You know, pretty close to getting the hands on the one at the end of the half as well. Both those are touchdowns for the Chargers. So um, we make you make one or both those plays. Find a way to just just give Kirk enough of a clip a click to really throw a plant throw to Alex on that touchdown. And then some of the other third downs, um, we've been pretty good so far this year uh, on third down and and, and just just got to find a way to continue. Uh, to protect and what that looks like. Uh, we'll continue to find the best five we get guys we can put out there 
and, and work, mix our eligibles, work our different receivers. TJ, JJ, Jordan, and, and KJ all you know showed up and made plays at times. And then uh, you know we just got to find a way to just be a little bit more cons- consistent until we're coming off the field after taking it over the goal line. Was that the spread the entire game? Um, I, I, you know, with our style of defense, uh, they clearly came in with a plan to, to just, you know, kind of see if they could get pressure looks and had some answers just to put the ball in play on bubbles and, you know, block them up, you know, receiver screens and, and one step throws. They were not going to try to drop back in those scenarios. Um, and that's where we got to just keep defeating blocks, getting off blocks. Hopefully those blocks aren't happening um, illegally before the balls are, balls caught. Um, so we can try to rally and get people to the football um, and force them into, you know, situations where they can't just continue uh, to call those plays. Um, Daniil made a play, um, you know, getting the ball out on a critical third down. Just need, just need to continue to get our ops. And when we get our ops uh, to, to potentially turn the football over, um, you know, we'll, we'll start making some of those. Um, it, it, it was probably a little bit, we like, you know, we could have, um, you know, in that scenario when you're just inside the one, um, you know, you, you potentially could save that QB sneak for maybe fourth down when you could reach the ball out um, and try to just take it over that way. I was confident in that call. Uh, we put goal line on the field. Um, I have to go back and watch it um, and see exactly where the breakdown was on the play. Um, we were confident we could get a you know, a little bit, le- a little bit yet less than a full yard right there on that run. We didn't get it, and then uh, you know, ultimately, it, it, it didn't work out. So that's you know, that's kind of what I'm talking about. You know, whether it's been turnovers at the pylon or you know, a, a late in the half, an interception being tipped and caught at the at the one in the opener, uh, or being down there, you know, trying to you know, trying to punch it in. I thought we were physical. I thought we were versus a lot of their plan of playing shell and, and having a plan for Justin. Um, we got some clean looks to run the football and, and took advantage of it, um, and then generated some explosives, you know, in different variations of, of our offense. Um, just got to find a way to get, you know, one or two more scores there, and I think, uh, you know, would have been different. Kevin, on the double pass to Williams, had they done anything like that before? Or put anything on film that? Yeah, I mean, anytime you're going to throw 10 or 15 bubble screens in the game um, as the zero answer, uh, we got to be ready for that play because the second you see. One, two, three, four times, and then flipping the ball out there. Um, I think everybody knows, uh, you know, potentially a double move of some kind is going to come off of that. Um, and and we were trying to coach those guys up to be aggressive, fly up there, and and and, and confirm once that ball's been thrown um, to go up there and make those tackles. We just got a, a little giddy there and jumped it uh, before we had seen the ball actually uh, thrown to the bubble, and then he kind of tucked it for a sec. That's a trick play. Uh, that, that, that scores with, with how we were having to defend them. Um, and we'll coach it up, continue to try to coach it up and um, give them credit for executing that one. But yeah, Ben, that's, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, over the course of some of the looks that we've seen over the years, you know, when you're in those pressure looks and they only have so many answers, uh, complimentary play to be able to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands to somebody else and double pass um, was great execution by them for a big play. Yeah, I you know I think uh, there's there's some scenarios. The headset just goes completely out would probably be a better scenario, 
um, than if he's just it's choppy and he's trying to piece together what I'm saying. Um, you know, we called the the play we were you know trying to get to. We were lining up in the exact same formation. We were just in on the conversion to TJ. Um, he ran a great route over the middle. Had a chance to maybe catch and score. I got to go look at that one. Um, but then just trying to line up the exact same way and get the ball snapped to see if we can you know get that thing in the end zone on first down without you know allowing subs and, and rush and all those things to come on. Is throwing almost every kind of formation, every kind of blitz at opposing offenses. Do you worry that the, the personnel is just not allowing you guys to do what you need to do? Yeah, well, you know, we'll have to definitely take a look at it. Um, it does seem like there's some times where we're, you know, we're close, um, but uh, really when we're when we're trying to, you know, force some of those all out looks and the ball's coming out, that's one thing. Some of the other scenarios where, you know, we're bringing pressures of different kinds with either fire zone or different types of coverages behind it, that's when it, it seems to me like he, you know, Justin had quite a bit of time on some of those to sit in there and push the ball down the field when, when, he, when, he, wanted, when he wanted to. Um, so that's where we just got to try to find a way to get home. Hopefully we can get Marcus uh, going at, at some point. Um, you know, I think that's been. Um, that's been an element that we've been missing, just his physicality and his versatility um, as a guy on all three downs. So um, hopefully we can get, get him going and maybe you know add a little uh, you know add a little juice in there uh, to some of those rush groups on third down to get people off the field. Last question. Kevin, you started the game with those five straight runs to Alexander. Yep. Was that kind of your statement of confidence in him and the, and the run game in general? Yeah, I you know it's it's easy to keep calling him when you're moving the chains and, and the runs look like that. So I credit our guys. A um, lot of work went into you know trying to make sure we continue to uh, hone in on what we want to be in the run game. Run game, which um, we want to be versatile. We want to be multiple. Um, but in the end, you know we challenge those guys to win the line of scrimmage. And and, and Alex was running it really hard. Uh, you know, as much as we emphasized uh, turnovers all week and, and did every, you know, we, we talked about it, we did multiple drills. Uh, we do, you know, have a conversion right there um, close to his forward progress being stopped or not. We, we've got to make sure we finish the down with the football. And nobody was more upset about that than TJ. Uh, but across the board, um, if we get that first down, maybe we can continue to run the football um, and hit our head on the goalpost the way we were running it to start the game. Um, but turnover there ends that drive, and they turn it right back around, turn it into points. Kevin, just to, for crystal clarity, uh, did Kirk not hear you? He was he was having he was having trouble hearing me initially. It was like crackling, or what was the? Reason? I haven't had a chance to you know. It was probably uh, the crowd noise, and and you know probably just the you know sometimes that happens. It, it's not always noticed when we're in just a normal two minute mode, or we're just using normal two no uh, you know. But I do know. Um, we, you know, called a, you know, pretty similar play before in two minute this season uh, down there to even score last week against the Eagles, kind of towards the end of the game. Um, and it's just a situation where um, communication is is key, and, and whatever, uh, if there's any roadblocks between that, um, that's where you know we just got to make sure everybody's got clarity in that moment of what we're trying to get done and doing it as fast as possible. Uh, my expectations are always sky high for our group, so I'm trying to steal one more play, but uh, uh, clearly uh, with that much time going off the clock, even though I don't you know, ultimately think time was the issue with that game ending the way it did, uh, it certainly would have been, you know, if that ball does get thrown away, we're, we're down against it to where we might not even get the, the other ops anyway. So uh, that one, you know, purely on me uh, to trying to be too aggressive in that moment. We get the first down, um, you know, definitely looking back on it, just wish I would have clocked it and 
no matter what benefit we, uh, we had going fast, um, the value was not received clearly with what that execution looked like in the moment. And that's, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, looking back on it, I wish I would have just had him clock it and, and not tried to steal one there. Last one, just cramps for Justin. Yep, yep. Byron had a contusion of some kind. Um, and uh, any other updates, I'll get to you guys uh, tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you, KOC. Uh, in, in reverence for the player, because he is one of the better receivers in the NFL, and maybe because he plays for the Chargers, he doesn't get the credit of some other wide receivers, but Keenan Allen is in his 11th year from Cal. For whatever the reason, he went third in 2013, and he was targeted 20 times. He had 18 receptions and 215 yards. A couple of things on him. 18 receptions, most of his career. 215 yards, most of his career. He came into the game 0 of 2 passing with one sack. Keenan Allen threw a 49-yard touchdown pass to Mike Williams. Yeah, they used, like I said, they used him well, and they had a very good plan. I think what we're what we're starting to see on defense, Paul, and the evolution of uh, of of this defense week in and week out is we're we obviously we're blitzing quite a bit but the problem is is once offenses can figure out a way to get a hat on a hat meaning get a blocker on a defender nobody across the board is winning right you have to if you get single blocking across the front and everybody's one-on-one somebody has to win and beat their blocker and that's exactly what happened with Daniil Hunter when he had this, the sack and forced fumble. He was blocked by a running back. That's a matchup that you should win. Daniil won that, and we got the, you know a huge play out of it. So offenses are kind of figuring out from a protection standpoint what they need to do, and that allows different receivers, guys like Keenan Allen, uh, Williams, Palmer, those guys to make double moves. And so we're really starting to see the first time that teams are making these double moves and they're trying to – get us down the field a lot more. It gave Keenan Allen a lot more time to get across the field on underneath routes when we blitz. So the, so Herbert had more time in the pocket, more time to survey the field, and more time for some of these routes to come open, and that's the problem. You sacrifice coverage to blitz, you better get there because those guys in the back end are, are kind of on islands all the way across the board. So we need to win. My point is we need to have some of these linebackers and D linemen win these one-on-one matchups when they get them when we blitz. And um, before we hear from Kirk, you, you really nailed something on the KFA and Vikings radio network very early in the game. Uh, former coach and player Pete Bursich, he sees it clearly. You knew we would run okay today because of what they were going to do with their safeties, not only because they kept getting scorched, which, which is a big reason against Tennessee and Miami, but because of Jefferson and Hawkinson. Okay, well, we go for 130 rushing yards, five and a half a clip, and we still have no rushing touchdowns, but we ran the ball well. The quarterback had a passer rating of almost 100 with three TDs. You're supposed to win those games. Yeah, you are, and and I think we're we're you know you're kind of seeing that, you know Chandler I thought did a nice job, um, you know Madison did a good job, but the same thing that haunted us last year in the running games is got us this year, and that's when you're in the red zone, when it's third and short, when you need to get that yard or two, Paul. We and when we we just have to you know you look at Philadelphia and what they do, they just line it up and mash it right. Jalen Hurts just takes the snap and they just push that pile. We don't have – we're not getting that up front. We're just, not, we're just not able to grind out, you know, three feet when we need it. And it showed up again today when we had a couple shots at the two-yard line and didn't get in. 
So, you know, you, what are your play? You know, your, your your play selection two. You know, two runs and two passes. Well, I don't know, man. It, 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 you become you you. You, that's the next step, right? Okay, we ran the ball in between the hashes. It opened up some things in the play-action game, right? You're getting that moving a little bit. You know, you're able to run by default just because of how the Chargers lined up. But when you get in that red zone and those safeties get in the box, right, because there's not really – there's no ground for them to cover, uh, you know, we, again, struggled to run the football. And that's been something that's really been here for the last year or year and a half. Now, Kirk Cousins threw 50 passes – including uh, three touchdowns, and uh, the Vikings lost by four. Here's Kirko following the L. Disappointing to be 0-3, disappointing to lose the way we did. Um, Left too many plays out there. You have to score touchdowns in the red zone to win in this league. We didn't do that today. And, um, you know, Chargers did a good job. They made plays. And uh, uh, proud of the way guys battled. I think we have a lot of playmakers on this team. I thought uh, Justin was his usual self. I thought TJ was great. I thought Jordan Addison was big time and is going to become a big time player in this league. I thought KJ was outstanding. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to continue to be a point guard and distribute to those guys and uh, try to get better at doing that every week. But um, we got a we got we've dug ourselves a hole and we got a long way to climb out. So, uh, take any questions you have. A uh, combination of factors, I'd say, not any one thing. Yeah, I just couldn't hear him in the noise and um, just ended up calling a play and the play I called was the same play he was trying to get to. You never did fully hear him, you just kind of Correct. interpreted what he Yeah, I just I just called a, I just called a play that you know, and then we always practice that, you know, if headset goes out, what do you call it? I just called a play and it ended up being the same one he wanted. It's, it's kind of chaotic right there and you can't hear it. Do you have the authority to go up and clock it to get guys to do that, or do you have to just run a play? When... Well, I mean, it, I can do anything I want. I can go quarterback sneak it. I can do whatever I want. But at the same time, you got to also deal with the consequences. You know, against Buffalo last year, I snuck it on my own and didn't get in. So, there, you know, you, until you know the future, it's hard to know whether to take the reins or not. But I've done it before and, and uh, try not to make a habit of it, certainly. What's the thought process of not clocking it there? Is it just so that they can't sub and you can keep them kind of on their heels? Uh... I don't know. You have to ask Kevin. I was just trying to do it, you know, trying to get up and call a play and go. Kirk walking off, it looked like actually getting over. You went up to Justin, who was kind of standing there by himself. What are you trying to find? I just told him to hang tough. Um, nothing, nothing fancy in that moment, but uh, he gave us everything he had, and everybody else did too. And, um, you know, that's why it's, uh, it's deeply disappointing. Kevin talked about uh, the fact he's been on and hold a team that has lost three, four, three in a row before and gone on to win a championship. What, what's your level of optimism, or do you have a message for your teammates at, at the moment just being on three? I mean, it's a long football season, and uh, we're going to be here in December and January talking to you guys, and this will feel like a long time ago. Um, and we got a lot of opportunities up ahead. Um, I just try to go 1-0 each week. I kind of view them as separate stages, like a Tour de France, and I don't really, I don't really connect them, you know. I view them as one and zero, and then whatever happens, you just kind of erase that week, and you start a week fresh, and you just do that seventeen times and see where you are in, in early mid January. Um, that's kind of how I operate. That's how our locker room operates, and nothing will change this week. No, I think with the clock winding to where it was, I felt like 
I'm going to put this off of TJ's frame in an ours or nobody's spot, and it's like a clock. And it's either ours for a touchdown to win the game or it, it's incomplete. I'm going to put it off away from his frame and to a safe spot. You know, obviously you don't expect the ball to bounce up you know, twice in the air and get intercepted. But um, my thought was the quicker I can get this thing out, put it to a safe spot, you know, we give ourselves another chance if, in fact, it is incomplete. Uh, I think it's, it goes in stages, and I think there's there's explosiveness, there's um, playmaking, and then and then you know it can be difficult to sustain drive in and drive out. Um, thought we ran the football really well today, and um, you know I think we have the people we need in the room to be able to do that, and so that show today. And um, you're going to have your spurts, but uh, you know you're always looking to be you know every single drive to go go put up points. But the red zone, I think, was a challenge. So you don't want to in the red zone. I mean, that's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. Five touchdowns have been missing in the red zone so far. Um, I would think it wouldn't be any one thing. I think it'd probably be a combination of, you know, when you go to each play, what happened on that specific play. And I don't think it's a repeating pattern. Um, you know, just today we won for four and um, got to be better. Kind of throw to KJ there. How did you feel about kind of the operation there and the ball placement? Which one? Uh, one in, in the end zone looked like just off. Yep. Off yep. His hands. Not a good throw. Got to, got to put it on him. Got to win the game with that throw. And uh, she getting through the progression and led him to the front pylon. Needed to kind of lead him straight up the red line as opposed to the front pylon. Okay, thanks, guys. 50 passes, that's not even the most in his career. Back when he was with Washington, he threw 56 and 53. But uh, nevertheless, what do you think of Cousins through three? Well, I, what I liked about Cousins today, Paul, was he was moving around in the pocket a little bit more. It's it's almost like he, he, he had a much better feel for the pass rush, something that we really haven't seen out of him much um, in the last couple of seasons. So I was impressed with that part of his game today. Uh, but he was you know, just off a little bit here and there, right? We, you know, he had an intentional grounding. Uh, you know, that was a, that was a rough call, and a couple other throws. I know he wish wished he had back. It's like it's like the timing of this offense is just not what it was a year ago. Um, you know, these down the field throws. He he threw a beautiful pass to JJ on the touchdown, a beautiful throw to, to KJ Osborne on the touchdown. But there are other plays in there in the mix where the ball, where the, things are just a little bit off. So we're missing something there in the passing game, and and what that is, it's up to you know obviously the coaches to figure it out. But you know I'm saying this: Cousins is 35 years old, and we're making him, we're having him throw 40 to 50 times a game. Yeah. How long can you sustain that? How long, you know, can you sustain that much out of him? Because yep. this is only week three. We still have 14 games to go. And a bye in 14, December. 14 games to go, right? So, uh, and, you know, and it's still a, a shot. You haven't played a divisional opponent yet, right? So, you have, there, it, it's not, it's not uh, you know, fold up shop and let's, we'll see, you know, see in a year. It, it, this is, there, there's still a lot of football to be played. And, but again, we better find some balance offensively because we're putting so much on Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I just don't think, I think it's just too much. Now, since, uh, 2002, uh, when the league expanded and went to realignment, 
there only has been one team to begin 0-3 and make the postseason. That was the 2018 Houston Texans. The Minnesota Vikings fall to 0-3 uh, thanks to a loss at home to the L.A. Chargers. Great job on the call as usual, Pete. Appreciate you. Thank you, Paul. And we'll, you know, we got some new blood probably going to be in next week on offense especially, so hopefully that can provide a little bit of a shot in the arm and a little bit a little bit more protection with Dalton Reisner. And, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Cam Akers, can he spark this team? It doesn't take much. So when you say you're 0-3, you, you get a little spark from a couple guys, it can really just turn things around. We're only – a game like this, you're only a play of two away. That's Pete Bursich, analyst for the Vikings Radio Network, and I'm Paul Allen. Minnesota 0-3, L.A. Chargers 1-2. and The Bolts rolled into the cornfields and beat Minnesota 28-24. Thanks for listening to the Vikings postgame podcast at vikings.com.